Welcome to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today is May 13th, and I'm your host, Catherine Baptiste. We will be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan at AmazingFacts.org. Search Bible Reading Plan. The link is also provided below as well. Each month's readings are based on the first 25 days of each month, which means there are a number of free days so you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible through in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Let's open in prayer as we read God's Word. Dear Heavenly Father, as we read your Word, please help us to know, love, and understand you better and to apply your Word throughout our life. And in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. We will be reading today from the New King James Version. We will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 29 through 31. Psalms chapter 106 verses 24 through 48, Mark chapter 13 verses 14 through 31, and 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 16 through 33. 1 Samuel chapter 29 says, Then the Philistines gathered together all their armies at Apek, and the Israelites encamped by the fountain which is in Jezreel. And the lords of the Philistines passed in review by hundreds and by thousands, but David and his men passed in review at the rear with, with a kish. Then the princes of the Philistines said, What are these Hebrews doing here? And Achish said to the princes of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Saul, king of Israel, who has been with me these days or these years? And to this day I have found no fault in him since he defected to me. But the princes of the Philistines were angry with him. So the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make this fellow return, that he may go back to the place which you have appointed for him. And do not let him go down with us to battle, lest, the battle, lest in the battle he become our adversary. For with what could he reconcile himself to his master, if not with the heads of these men? Is this not David, of whom they sang to one another in dances, saying, Saul has slain thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Achish called David and said to him, Surely as the Lord lives, you have been upright, and you're going out, and you're coming in with me. And the army is good in my sight, for to this day I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me. Nevertheless, the Lord do not favor you. Therefore, return now and go in peace that you may not displease the lords of the Philistines. So David said to Achish, But what have I done? And to this day, what have you found in your servant, as long as I have been with you, that I may not go and fight against the Philistine, the enemies of my lord the king? Then Achish answered and said to David, I know that you are good in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the princes of the Philistines have said, he shall not go up with us to battle. Now therefore, rise early in the morning with your master's servant who have come with you. And as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David and his men rose early to depart in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. 1 Samuel chapter 13. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day 
that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag attacked Zik it attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city and there it was burnt with fire and their wives, their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelites and Abigail the woman, the widow of Nabal the Carmelite had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his son and his daughters, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men who were with him, and came to the brook Besser, where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred stayed behind, who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Besor. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread and he ate, and they drink, and they let him drink water. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because three days ago I fell ill. We made an invasion of the southern area of the Cherethites in the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb, and we burned Ziglag with fire. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? So he said, Swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this troop. And when he had brought him down, there they were, spread out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. Then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and herds they had driven before those other livestock and said, This is David's spoil. Now David came to the 200 men who had been so weary that they could not follow David whom they also had made to stay at the brook Besor. So they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. But David said, my brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, 
who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as his part is who goes down to the battle, so shall his part be who stays by the supplies, they shall share alike. So it was from that day forward, he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to this day. Now, when David came to Ziklag, he sent some of the spoils to the elders of Judah, to his friends, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. To those who were in Bethel, those who were in Ramoth of the south, those who were in Jatir, those who were in Eroer, those who were in Sifmoth, those who were in Eshtimoah, those who were in Rochelle, those who were in the cities of the Jeremalites, those who were in the cities of the Kenites, those who were in, in Hormah, those who were in Chorashan, those who were in Atak, those who were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were accustomed to rove. Chapter 31. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell slain at Mount Geboa. Then the Philistines followed hard after Saul and his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchishua, Saul's sons. The battle became fierce against Saul. The archers hit him, and he was severely wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor bearer, Draw your sword, thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised men come and thrust me through and abuse me. But the armor bearer would not, for he was greatly afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell on it. And when his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul and his three sons, his armor bearer, and all his men died together that same day. And when the men of Israel who were on the other side of the valley and those who were on the other side of the Jordan saw that the men of Israel had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled, and the Philistines came and dwelt in them. So it happened the next day when the Philistines came to strip the slain that they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa, and they cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent word throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim it in the temple of their idols and among the people. Then they put his armor in the temple of the Ashereth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. Now when the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and traveled all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan. And they came to Jabesh and burned them there. Then they took their bones and buried them under the Samaris tree at Jabesh and fasted seven days. Psalms chapter 106 verses 24 through 48 says, Then they despised the pleasant land. They did not believe his word, but complained of their tents and did not heed the voice of the Lord. Therefore he raised his hand in an oath against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to overthrow their descendants among the nations and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to Baal of Peor, and ate sacrifices made to the dead. Thus they provoked him to anger with their deeds, and the plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and intervened, and the plague was stopped. 
and that was counted to him for righteousness to all generations forevermore. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses on account of them. Because they rebelled against his spirit, so that he spoke rashly with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples concerning whom the Lord had commanded them, but they mingled with the Gentiles and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled by their own works and played the harlot by their own deeds. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was kindled against his people, so that he abhorred his own inheritance and gave them into the hand of the Gentiles, and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times he delivered them, but they rebelled in their counsel, and they were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry, and for their sake he remembered his covenant and relented according to the multitude of his mercies. He also made them to be pitied by all those who carried them away captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 13, verses 41 through 30, 14 through 31. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing where it ought not, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down into the house, nor enter to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter for in those days there will be tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the creation which god created until this time nor ever shall be and unless the lord has shortened those days no flesh would be saved but for the elect's sake whom he chose he shortened the days then if anyone says to you look here is the christ or look he is there do not believe it for false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed, see I have told you all these things beforehand. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give light. The stars of heaven will fall and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest part of the earth to the farthest part of heaven. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that it is near 
at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 16 through 33. I say again, let no one think me a fool. If otherwise, at least receive me as a fool, that I also may boast a little. What I speak, I speak not according to the Lord, but as it were, foolishly in this confidence of boasting. Seeing that many boast according to the flesh, I also will boast. For you put up with fools gladly, since you yourselves are wise. Or you put up with it if one brings you into bondage, if one devours you, if one takes from you, if one exalts himself, if one strikes you on the face. To our shame, I say that we were too weak for that, but in whatever anyone is bold. I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in death often. From the Jews five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I've been in deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under Aretas the king was guarding the city of the Damascenes with the garrison desiring to arrest me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. This ends our reading of God's word today. Let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to read your word today. I pray that what we read stays in our mind and our hearts as we go about our day. And I pray that you will always remain with us. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us. We pray that today's reading of God's word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like special prayer, please email us at afy at amazingfacts.org or join any of our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with your prayer requests. If you would like to join us for our weekly global prayer meetings called Hey Let's Pray every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on Zoom, email us requesting the meeting ID and password or visit our social media pages asking for the meeting ID and password. Thank you again for joining us. Now as we go, enjoy the following music so that you can continue to reflect on God's word from today. We look forward to being with you again tomorrow here at Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is your host, Catherine Baptiste from New York, signing off until tomorrow.
And remember, you are extraordinary and you are a treasure. Bye for now. Scripture taken from the New King James Version, copyright 1982 by Thomas Nelson, used by permission, all rights reserved.